Drogba in der Mitte, Schneider, Schneider, Bonjour, bienvenue and welcome to episode 6969 of the Lion's Den, a Galatasaray podcast, done by the community, for the community. From all around the galaxy, I'm your favorite host, Samet, and we're back with yet another episode. A bare bone, I do have to say, because I have our constant Emre Big Papa, sexyboy69 at hotmail.com. Hello, Emre. How's New York? How's America? It's good, Samet. I'm good. Thank you, man. I'm doing even better today. And I appreciate you for appreciating me, brother. Sure. How's the weather over there? Oh, the weather is fantastic, Samet, my boy. You know, (laughs) and uh, even though today, you know, I'm back. We're back. Galsar is back on top. Number one. Can't be any better. uh, Visiting some green barns. Big Papa. I cannot disclose that information, Summit. You know how it is. Okay. Well, if I need a job, can I just uh, give you a call? Oh, of course, of course. Especially on uh, someone's wedding day. You could always come to me. <laughs> no, no, no. Not a wedding. Not a wedding. I just need you to go to uh, some uh, fake ass painter boy. With a green is he, uh Oh, is he a neighbor of mine? Yeah, it might be. It might be uh, named Yasin as well. Okay. That's the boy you're referencing. I, I got it. Yeah, that guy. I, I think he's Girasun. So. Ah, Girasun. For anyone not getting the reference, just check out the last episode before this one. <laughs> and, and yeah, he's talking about Yasin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a while, man. It's uh, It's been busy yeah, for man. myself. Uh, couldn't join last episode. Yeah, um, people miss you, man. You Like you said, the best host. Yeah, well, you're doing a great job yourself, Emre. I appreciate it, brother. All uh, right, we don't have Salih. Haven't had him for a while, so I'll I'll, I'll actually come up with a, another fact, an interesting fact about Galatasaray. Did you know, Emre, that Galatasaray almost won all of the anniversary cups? Like we won the fiftieth, seventy-fifth, and the one hundredth recently. Yeah, I actually knew that. Anniversary of Republic of Turkey. You know. And Mm-hmm. The 50th we won by beating Fenerbahce. It was on October 30, 1973. So, some interesting fact for you today. Bro, I knew that and I love it because one of the things that really I was upset about Galatasaray is we didn't win our club history's 100 year anniversary championship. And that hurt a lot, right? Because who was it? Fenerbahce won that year. But it makes me so happy to win the, the the country, 100-year country anniversary. That just means what we always say. Galatasaray mm. is Turkiye. Mm. Yeah. No, always good. Always good. Like, personally, um, maybe <laughs> I, I'm not that patriotic or nationalistic at all. So I don't really care much about that kind of stuff. But nonetheless, it's it's a milestone. It's a, it's a landmark. So it's it's a good thing to remember for. Um, yeah yes right what's uh, recent news have you guys I think you discussed the illness of Wanda Nara last week on the episode I listened and uh, now it's like officially she's naming it uh, yeah leukemia leukemia indeed it's weird because my wife said like okay you don't really see it though like normally you have chemotherapy and like your hair starts to fall off and stuff um, well, maybe it's early onset, like they just like mm, found it out, right? Yeah. And then before oh, starting anything, oof, that'd be terrible. Okay, yeah, let's not just focus on that. Focus on yeah. positivity then. Yeah, we wish her the best and a uh, quick recovery. Oh, another TMZ news: Lucas Torreira and David Muscan is official. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> they made it official, bro. <laughs> on Instagram, yo, my man Torreira got that wrist, man. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Riz, that's a that's a new term, right? That yeah, it's a new term. The, the the young kids these days, 
Aynen, aynen, aynen. I'm follow my uh, street uh, yeah. vocabulary. Yeah, what you're not that old, Samet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What did we call it before? It changes so often. Um, Shans, we called it here in Holland. Shans. Shans. But I, I guess Riz. No, Riz is like uh, being able to pull, right? You got that style, that, that, that the ability to pull okay. the women. Okay. Yeah. So you're not that up to date then, Samet. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, another interesting news I've been following, it's the hamburger incident with Tanguy and Dombele. <laughs> how oh, much man. do you know about that, Emre? Um, okay, we knew about that, but we didn't know how true it was, so we didn't want to say much about it. Maybe but... explain, explain what happened. What, what the so apparently was. the coach busted Dombele in his hotel room eating hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> was it a Big and Mac? Then... I don't know, man. What do you think he is? Is it a Whopper guy or a Big Mac type of guy? I think Endombele is more of a Burger King guy. I'm not going to lie. King. Yeah. Which one do you like more? I actually like Burger King's same, burgers. Same. You, did you know like the Burger King in, in Europe is much better than in the US? Bro, everything's better in Europe according to you guys. Which I wouldn't I, bro, like, chocolate. you know. It's these strict Nah, okay, chocolate 100%, we, bro. Yeah, yeah. It is horrible here. Like, after I had, like, European chocolate, mm-hmm. it's just so much better. There's less sugar. It's more taste, if you get what I'm saying. Oh, like for you, sure. Yeah, it's, like, nice, bro. Like, it's we have Kit time. Kat and Snickers and everything here. Dude, I actually mm-hmm. like Snickers, but, like, Kit Kat, Twix, other... It's too sugary, man. First time I had American chocolate, a colleague came from New York. And he brought like Hershey's Kisses, pretty popular, I guess. Yeah, those and suck. Bro, it was like puke. Like the chocolate <laughs> was like puke. Like it was not chocolate. It's either sugar or puke. Uh, and then I was like, never again, never again. What the hell are these, these Americans eating? But yeah, no, it's because of the food uh, restrictions and stuff. Like we have different rules. FDA, uh, you call it over there? Yeah, no. you're, yeah, the Food Drug Administration. Yeah, your country actually cares about you. Exactly. But uh, back to Ndumbele, um, I think he's a Whopper guy for sure. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Nah, the whole news was picked up like in the English media as well. And the funny thing is, and then the Turkish media was reciting the English media on that whole story. But the origin is all coming from Fotospor, which is a bullshit newspaper in Turkey. Um, yeah, so I did. I did put out a tweet. Uh, relax, people. Come on. Um, yeah, but on yeah. Although I do hear. Do maybe you think it's, it's bullshit though? Maybe it is true. You know why? Because this do, guy no. does not lose weight. He's been training for about <laughs> two months. He's still the same. How? It's, How? It's it's it's. Look, I have friends. Um, I don't know what country he's from, but I have Nigerian friends as well, and it's a certain body type. And it's a certain way of walking, way of running that looks slow-mo, which it, it can happen from person to person. Um, so I, I don't blame him. I mean, he got the technicality there for sure. And about the story being true or not, I don't think the story is true at all. But uh, I mean, especially Okan Buruk uh, debunking the story. Uh, so yeah. it's not true. He said he was injured and the hamburger exactly. story is not true. Of course. Um, it's a ridiculous story anyway. <laughs> I mean, who cares? E- even though, even if he eats a hamburger. I mean, um, Zaha was walking out with a drumstick or something like that after the game against uh, Kasimpasha. But uh, well, I don't remember that. I didn't yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he had uh, like a shish kebab of uh, chicken. <laughs> Voila, that's true. <laughs> anyway, it's not newsworthy. But the point is, um, we might get rid of M. Dombele in the winter. Or put him on the side because I don't know. He might not be the only one mm-hmm. that oh, leaves. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Who who else do you think might be put aside? Well, if we're gonna go into that, then we'd be starting to trek into the game a little bit. So, do you uh, want to go into the game? Uh, or? I mean, in in general, like I, well, Angelino, I'm, I think is gonna be another one uh, after, of course, after yeah. the game of yeah. I see, I see your yeah. point. Yeah. Um. Is there anything else you want to discuss before getting in the game? 
Well, there's one thing, and I'm pretty sure a lot of our fans would want to hear, but we're back on top of the leaderboard. Fenerbahce lost today, 3-2, to Trabzonspor. Baby, oof. Yeah. The Mahamsi's got him. Oh, the Hamsi's definitely got him, especially after that whole Tadic video. Did you see that video with Tadic? Yeah, yeah, he was like catching fish and stuff, right? Yeah, and he was, yeah, exactly. It's like I'll cut some fish today. No yeah. butter. You caught an L today. Did you Did you see the response of Trabzonspor? Yes, they they <laughs> yes. took it. They took the fish and then they cooked it and ate it. They're like, <laughs> yeah, and said they're like, like, they're like, like thanks for the for the food, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean I haven't watched the game uh, Trabzonspor versus Fenerbahce. But uh, I did see Icardi posting on Instagram um, a reply to a video that was actually filmed by Fenerbahce fans. Yeah. Uh, they were basically burning his shirt last season with the number 99. And he took that and said, when I was little, they taught me that if you play with fire, you might get burned. Of course, obviously, it's referring also to the game of today. But mm-hmm. burn and bury the champs. We're on the top of the board. Exactly. Also seeing yeah. a lot of tweets about penalties that Fenerbahce got and still oh, didn't yeah. win. I mean, English oh, media yeah. is even knows it's Fenerbahce now. Like, massive accounts are tweeting Fenerbahce. You know those troll uh, pages that post memes all the time? Even exactly. them, even them, they're they're making fun of Fenerbahce. They call them Fenerbahce. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's no, hilarious. it's ridiculous. This this league is a joke, man. It really mm-hmm. is a joke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right then. With that said, uh, can you take us to the game? There's no John today, so don't expect no pro analysis type what of. What does uh, he check usually? Your sofa score or something? I think he checks sofa score, and uh, it shows quite a bit of stats there. But anyway, mm-hmm. I- I'll do my best, guys. Forgive me. Um. So. XY. Go- XI. XI. Oh, you want the XI. So, Gal said I came out with Muslair at the back. The back four being Sasha Bowie, Nelson, Sanchez, and Abdul Kerim Bardakcha playing left back instead of Angelino and, and uh, Kazim John. So, that one really did surprise a lot of us because that basically tells you both left backs, you guys are both trash. So, you're going to sit down for today. And then in the midfield, we had Khan Ihan and Torreira. And on the wings, we had Ziyech and Zaha. I think this was the first time they played together at the same time, especially starting. Right? And then you had Kerem in the middle with Icardi up front. So, mm-hmm. that was basically how we came out. And uh, the game basically ended 2-1. Both goals coming from Zaha. Yeah. So, w- you watched the game, Summit. What did you, wh- what did you think of our uh, initial game plan? I think let, let's start with Abdul Kirim Bardakcha on left back. Yeah, that's um, why I was saying the Angelino is probably not going to stay because how can you stay after that, right? It's what is Okan Buruk thinking? Um, he gave Kazim Jan Karatash the chance to play against Bayern. Mm-hmm. He fucked up. Let's be honest. Against Bayern Munich, he he may he he did fuck up. So, is this a message to Kazim Jan to say, look? I trusted you. You didn't fulfill my trust. And this is a message for you to even train harder. You're still young, but you have to pick, the, pick up the slack. Maybe that's, that's what Okambuduks want to say here. Obviously, Angelino is a whole other story. I mean, what did we pay for Angelino? He's on loan, yeah? 1.5 million, if I recall, loan fee, and a 6.5 mil to uh, buy out. Something like that. Exactly. Exactly. So, it's still a hefty sum for a loan fee. Like, you could spend that on a transfer. But today, starting with Abdul Kirim, just shows, yeah, he might not be in the plans. He might be one of the levers as well um, because he's not sufficient. There are a lot of people saying, yeah, Angelino is an amazing football player, but not with four in the back. He's a more of a three in the back system. Mm-hmm. Kind I, of I see that. Yeah, I hear that a lot too. I think I exactly. mentioned that last mm. pod. I think, yeah. Basically, uh, in Germany, 
the teams that wanted him were always teams that played a three at the back system, right? So he was always like a wing back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he usually doesn't play well in a in a system where he has to be the actual left back. But yeah, you, you were saying? Yeah. Nah, the other thing was Victor Nelson uh, being back um, as a center back in the team. After all the back and forth, the <laughs> anger he had, obviously. What do you think... Um, why did Okumbuk want to play him? Is it because Abdul well, Kerim? <laughs> like not only that, I think he played Abdul Kerim there because he needed to play Nelson. Because look, Nelson is still an important asset. You can't just throw him to the side. I mean, we paid what seven million for him. We can't just throw him to the side and mm-hmm. just let him rot. And he he would just sit there and I mean I don't think he's the type to do that. But he he needs play time, bro. And since your left backs are both performing quite poorly, you know, this is a good opportunity to let all three of your CBs play at the same time. See how that works out. It's a good, you know, test. Maybe he's testing something for the Bayern Munich game. Who knows? Yeah, I think it looked like it. I mean, um, we had Zaha on the left. Kerem, almost like a second striker with Icardi. Yeah. Ziyech, first full 90 minutes. Oh, he didn't play f- 90, but well, he played almost. quite a bit. First exactly. XI, I think you mean. Yeah. And then Torreira, as usual, just the constant of Galatasaray. This and the Devrim Özkan buff. Mm-hmm. Aynan, Aynan. I, whatever Devrim is doing, thank you very much. Don't um, you dare break his heart, girl. Oh, we'll come after you. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, this man is like... Arguably the, the the most important. I mean, Cardi's pretty important, but damn, he's the second, close second, Torreira. So don't break his heart, girl. Just to come back to Angelino, would you be okay if we said, okay, goodbye, Angelino, and we get Dubois back from Bashakshir? Uh, Dubois, I don't know I how like I Dubois. feel about, I like Dubois, but I don't know how I feel about playing a left back that doesn't play their. You know, he's not a left back. He's a right back. And I don't mm-hmm. think Dubois is the right type of player for Okan Buduk's system, man. I don't even know why we got him in the first place. I mean, because, Sasha Bowie was not calculated, right? Right. He was not calculated. But I think he, like, learned something from Sasha Bowie being this good. He's like, bro, if I want my system to work, I need more Sasha Bowies. And so, <laughs> if I were him, I would... Because, like, bro, our left back and right back, they don't contribute to the team at all in terms yeah. of assists, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's like, okay, I can get by without them contributing, but they need to defend well. So, they might go for a Sasha Bowie in left back, right? They might look for a player like that, which I wouldn't be against at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Speaking of Sasha Bowie, he had a rough game. Um Against Kasim Basha, in my, it's my yeah, feeling. Uh, I mean, Mamadou Fall kind of gave him a hard time, but mm. he still stood up well against him, if you ask me. I think it has to do with Ziyech a bit. Uh, defensively, Ziyech is not as much as Tete there. You know, Tete was yeah, He doesn't run back defense. as much. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, Sasha had extra work to do. And still, having had that, he was still doing fine, you know? Right. No, yeah, I agree. It, like the past couple of games, I think it's just he's tired. Plus, mm-hmm. it's like after playing against like Byron and United, bro, you're not gonna put your best foot forward against these teams like Kusum Pasha, you know, Fenerbahce's B squad, C squad. You're not gonna try playing the best game that you possibly can. No, you like the motivation is not gonna be there, right? It's not gonna be there. Exactly. So what I can you- see what yeah. I what. Say it again? What, did you, what did you think of the first half in general? Honestly, I I actually missed the first 20 minutes, but from the 25th minute mm-hmm. or so and on, I actually kind of like didn't mind the way we play. I think we played way more controlling. We tried to move the ball around and I don't know. I It's like Okan wants to play more this way, but he's not, this is not the way he knows how to play and he's not good at it, right? We still are struggling to find these chances against teams that close at the back, which is an issue. I think you mentioned something very nicely. Doesn't know how to play, yada, yada, yada. It's possession football what we did today in Super League. And, and that's, and yeah, that's usually not his what we style. do. 
Exactly. And possession football is not what Okamburuk is focusing on. He focuses on, let me derail the opponent by pressing them hard while they have the ball so I can capture the ball and score a goal. That's the, the pressing tactic, right? And, and, and the other is, yeah, basically going so hard up, up top with the press that, yeah, we just, we just keep getting the ball in very clinical situations. Right. And that's why I keep saying, and I still do say, I did not like our, I do not like in general our play style if you compare it to the Fatih Terim. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Is it efficient? It's efficient. Statistically, we are owning it all over the place. We are. If you look in the Champions chances. League, we have the highest press. We have some of the highest XG chance created shots on target, you know, amongst like City, Barca. Bro, that's sick. That's sick. And that's different. If they play like we did against uh, Bayern 70 minutes, if they do that every game, I'm sold. That's it's, something uh, else. You can't do that though. That's like not sustainable. And see, no. that's a thing. Like Ocon is four. trying. You, <laughs> it's like <laughs> Super Saiyan Blue, bro. It's like you can't keep that going forever. Um, But what I want to say is the thing is the high pressing game is not going to work against teams like Kusum Pasha. And that's why we have players like Zaha this time around. Why we have players mm. like Ziesh, right? Mm-hmm. To control the game and create more chances from the wings. That's how you open teams up. That's how City, um, yeah, like how City does it, right? With Graylish and Bernardo Silva, you know, on the on the sides, players that can take on players. Yeah, but they have to be on their day. And like, for example, Mauro Icardi against Kasim Pasha. It was not a good game. It's been a while, but very bad game of him, if you ask me. Missed a sitter, missed another two in the first half, just alone. Kerem also, like, I don't know what's going on with Kerem, but he's also like... Kerem looks unhappy, man. I, I, and I, and I yeah, feel him. Yeah, he's missing like, a lot. Well, not only that, you can miss, bro, but getting criticized for every little thing. I understand, bro. Criticism Fuck is that. a natural part. I don't part. think he cares. He, he's like nah, he, focused on scoring and he's not scoring and that's why he's pissed off. He, dude, games. this is not new, bro. He's missed plenty before. Back then, you know, last year as well. But this time he really looks distraught. And what I'm happy is that the fans really gave him, you know, support during the Custom Pusher game. It's very nice to see that. Yeah, they didn't yeah. they didn't criticize him as hard. Which is nice. That's important for sure. And and I don't know if we should put Kerem back on the left wing because currently where he's at, it's not working. It's that not, means I, I, yeah. Zaha would have to go to the right wing though. And, and that's not where he prefers being. Yeah, but he says I'm, he's a professional. He's fine with everything. He can be Aryan Robo style with his left feet. I don't know. But if you look at the stats of Kerem, at left wing, out of 14 games, he scored four goals and seven assists. Yeah. That was when Zaha wasn't ready. Zaha came in, Kerem moved to false 10, false 9, 10, whatever he is, and he only has one goal out of six games. So it's not working. And in my view, we should put him back to the left wing, put Ziesh on 10, because to, like even though he didn't do much to the naked eye, he actually had a lot of great passes within the game. Yeah. I think the goal came also from a pass of Ziesh, uh, the second one that Zaha scored. Yeah, it came off a Cardi from the pass from Ziesh, so he made the assisting pass. Assisting pass, I know exactly, and and that's what he does well, and that's what he did well at Ajax as well. I don't know what he yeah. did at Chelsea, but I love. I'll give it to take the same, but mm-hmm. Chelsea has been trash for a while. Sorry to all my <laughs> Chelsea friends in here, um, yeah. but yeah, no, he's been Chelsea's been trash all along. So I I can't really take his season there and really compare it against the Ajax season just yet. Yeah, but so. I, I see I see the light from him, bro. I I said it last um episode too. Like Zaha, I mean well Ziyech gives me hope. Zaha's giving me hope t- this time around. And Tete, man, I don't know about Tete. That's why I was gonna say instead of putting Zaha on the left, put Kerem on the right. Mm-hmm. That might Possible. work too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Try it out. Exactly. They can rotate. 
And, and they did Zaha, that before. By the way, Zaha was keep saying, everything takes time. Boys, just wait and see. And, and he's coming to his level. We can see that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Finally, right? This is the type of games we expect him to just have some sort of um, effect on, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. finally, the, the dude, his goal, his first goal is insane. When's the last time we scored a goal from outside the box? <laughs> I, I was about to say, when was the last time we scored from a corner? Oh, there you go. Same energy. Abdul Kerim came uh, to mind. He's been scoring from corners a lot. But um, yeah, no, in general, I'm not very happy with the, with the game today. Um, we won again by one point difference. It's Birsifer uh, Sarai almost. But we're getting there. We're leaders. We're on the top of the board. And it's week what? 11, 12? Yeah, week 11. Exactly. So we have a long run to go. We have Champions League against Bayern uh, away on a Wednesday. I'm curious what will happen there as well. But yeah, to continue on the game of today, um, Lucas Torreira, I mean, we can see he's more being used as an eight. Yeah, sure. Khan is the one that sits back a little bit. Exactly. And if you think about it, is he scoring enough goals? Or assisting? Exactly. That's a bit my worry as well. Even though he's amazing all over the field, pressing, stealing balls. But are we seeing contributions? Like Zaha scored two today. Great. But I also expect from Ziyech contributions. I expect from an eight contributions to that goal. Not just Mauro Icardi. Um, Right. I I don't think our midfield... I don't think our midfield is made to score, man. It's like Keram, Torreira, and Khan. It's just very unbalanced if you look at it. Mm. And there's not enough creativity there. Like, Keram can make great passes, but he's just one-dimensional. He just, like, picks his head up, looks at looks for Cardi, and just tries to pass to Cardi. <laughs> and his passes are better when he's playing on the left one because he's more, he's right foot-oriented. That's his strong foot. So... If he wants to make a quick pass, he's got to do it with his right or he takes extra time to, you know, balance his left leg and already the position is gone. Mm. And, you know, I don't know. We definitely need some midfield transfers because Kerem Demirbay is not it. I, I don't want to see that guy play anymore. I gave up on him. Mm-hmm. Sergio Oliveira, I, you know me. I've been, I like I cut him out last year from the get-go. I'm like, this guy's not Goss that I level. Yeah, no, uh, I said, like, last year it was great. Mertens and Oliveira, they mm-hmm. came, they became champions, and then they went into holiday mode. And honestly, they're still in holiday mode, if you look. Bro, they're I don't chill, understand. Chilling. They're vibing, man. <laughs> you know, one thing I don't understand with Okonoja is why doesn't he use Mertens at 10? Let him play for, like, 45 minutes, and then mm-hmm. let Kerem come in, right? Why can't he just try the opposite for once? Mm. Instead of letting Mertens come in when the opposition is tired, right? Like, let him get tired because he still has that energy to play for like 45 minutes. Then bring in Kerem on the second half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a thought, right? Yeah. I do hear like rumors about us getting a midfielder uh, this winter transfer, but it's not yeah. going to be an eight. Um, it seems like Okan Buruk is pretty fixated on Having Lucas Torreira up front, um, we're looking at a six. Um, like, I mean, if you think about it, bro, Torreira was one of the key factors of why we were playing such high press against Bayern, right? Oh, yeah. So, we like... Could, we need another Torreira. Torreira, yeah. It's a potent- so that's can we be hard do double find. pivots with two Torreiras? Like, that'd be amazing. Oh, my I God. I mean, Torreira by himself worked, right? When no, we got we need- last year. We but yeah, for the Champions League, you need two Terreras. Obviously, with two Terreras, you're going to like be mm. on a whole different level, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. I Look, Torreira, Ziyech, I think those two are going to be the midfield players from now on going forward. I think Ziyech is going to take that number 10 role because Kerem's just so. not cutting it, bro. Kerem's yeah, not cutting it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think, the, I think Okan is transforming him into a 10 role and he's still learning. Uh, but I'd rather I'd rather see Ziyech there, especially considering his defensive effort. 
and and just put Kerem on the wing, and that'd be fine. Putting Kerem on the wing means you cut out Tete. What do you think of Tete? So this game, he came in later on in the game, and it, dude, I don't know, man. I said last last uh, pod, I just don't think Tete is gonna work out on this team. The guys told me not to be. Uh, it's what I uh, said. Yasu like, told me not if to be. You come in, and you're Tete. You need to perform, and you need to contribute to goals like Zaha. Yeah. And if you don't, well, then you're gonna be cut off. It doesn't matter who you are. Even Angelino is cut off by Abdul Kerim, like a centre back. Exactly. Like, exactly. And uh, Kerem is still a good player, whether you like it or not, because he still gets in those positions, right? Exactly. Then, just then you have Budish. You have Budish, who's like hungry for time. Then you mm. also have Halil, bro. I forgot about Halil. Forget that Halil exists. You hate this dude, but... <laughs> yeah, bro, was, I'm telling you, he is such a lucky dude to be at Galatasaray. He is... Yeah, he's like... I mean, I could do what he does. does. I'm telling can you, you? He's shit. Oh, yeah. Bro, even with this weight. <laughs> like, and Don Billy. <laughs> but about Tete, um, I think people mistakenly got excited because he's a Brazilian. He is very much not doing anything like a Brazilian in terms of football. He, it's obvious. I mean, he does other things bro, very well. He's like he a does German, the same bro. thing over and over again, bro. Go it's, into the... Standard Their football. opposition and then cut into the left, like Lika and man, bro. Tamam, bro. Try some different for once. Yeah, but he also does good things. Like when he does overlapping he does. runs a lot. Yeah, he, look, he does a know, lot right, but stuff like stuff that Turks don't do. Okay, should I pay him this much money because he does basic stuff correctly? <laughs> no, bro. Like you need to do more. And and that's what I question most out of Okamburuk's philosophy or gameplay is can his philosophy create a team? Because still, uh, do you think we're playing as a team? Nah, this team still needs, I don't know, it's missing something. To be fair, he didn't get the, the transfers that he wanted. Oh, come you on. Know, he bro, he did amazing transfers. But you can get the best players that you in the world, but if they don't fit your philosophy, what are you going to do, bro? Who's he missing? Well... He wanted um, a number six that was a holding midfielder, right? Like, uh, he wanted Paradise and he wanted Vicino. Okay, I understand people <laughs> not wanting Vicino. Vicino is dog water. But we say that, but he's playing in the Champions League regularly under Sari at Lazio. So mm -hmm. we can't even say anything. And he wanted, you can meme on this as much as you want, but he'd been asking for Rishitsa day one, bro. Day one. And Rishitsa fit his game plan. Okay, so he didn't get two like the out the top of my head. The only transfer I can really give him, you know, any slack for or like bullshit is his transfer of Angelino because that's his transfer. He wanted, he got him and it didn't work. So that's on Okan Buruk. Mm -hmm. But Tete is a full set transfer, free. You know, this is what Ardan um, Timur said. Oh, we needed free transfers because we couldn't make... Um, um, transfers buying players with cash until you know we were able to which was like the last week of the transfer season so I yeah. don't think like what do you think look, we're missing though definitely a creative midfielder but we have one you'll say Ziesh, but Ziesh has been unavailable for a couple of weeks now on and off same thing with Zaha uh, yeah. and a number six, a number eight, bro. If Torreira's not playing number eight, we need an eight. Because Oliveira and, and Dombele just doesn't look like they're going to be eight. Kerem Demembai, I don't ever want to see him play again. I'm tired. I've seen this guy play. He's not Galsaray material, man. Mm. Um, but look, even though you say that Okan Buruk is not making the players play to their best strengths, don't you think it's unfair considering the results that he's gotten, 11 games in the league, one tie. I think that's also something that's currently helping him keep the team together. Winning. We are winning. Not only winning, but we're playing good. Well, not football, in the league. I mean, not in the league, but no. in the Champions League, we're playing yes. good. Yes, I, I can say yes to that. It, it almost seems like we're not putting in all the weights in the Super League, which we uh, should. Yeah. Bro, I think they just like think in the back of their heads, bro, this league is 
nothing. We can win this easily, right? And well, it does show. Look at the standings. What what, what points are we at? Thirty one. Who's second? Fenerbahce. They have a decent team as well. And then what happens with the points? Drops, Eleven points <laughs> drops to twenty. Who's on yeah. third place? Adana Demirspor. Has nice football as well. Uh, but they are one game missing so far as as it currently yeah. stands. And then it's fourth place is Trabzonspor now with 19 points beating Fenerbahce. So there is a big gap in Galatasaray and Fenerbahce and the other Super League teams. Like there's yeah. a huge gap. So they're probably thinking it'll be an easy paper walk run. You know, the, also got to take this into account. Galatasaray, after every Champions League, goes and plays away. This is the first time ever for any team in the Champions League in, in the group stage where they play away every single time after a game. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So that's crazy. I don't know who made the schedule. Maybe Ali Koch did. But that's crazy. First time ever, apparently. Okay, and like, sick. yeah. And despite all that, we're still winning, bro. We're still winning. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. <laughs> we're winning. We're playing Bro. bad, we're winning. We're playing good, we're winning. It's like, yeah. it's weird. I mean, we can't lose. <laughs> Except isn't, it, in this, isn't this a, is it like a, if you look at it from a, a glass half full perspective, we're winning and we're not at our best. So that makes you think, what if we were at our best? Right? Yeah. yeah. I guess. Because you remember like when we started the podcast with, well, we had the Dominic Torrent era. Oh my and, God, bro. <laughs> I, I kept saying, we're playing amazing football. Even with Fatih Terim before that, the football was great. It was like, in, what was in the Champions League, League? It was great. Oh, I mean, Europa League, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was good. It was good. We did not play good football under Torrent, bro. I don't but know let's what not are you smoking. Let's not forget. Let's not forget. We got fucked over hard by the refs. Yeah, so that, that's, that's every year, though, man. That's every year. Last year was the same. Mm-hmm. This year, give or take, like, I think the only difference this year and last year is the team is much better and we played much better football mm-hmm. to the point, you know how you say you have to beat the refs? We've been beating the refs. I know. Yeah. Right? Sure. So, exactly. like, even like the Besiktas game um, after then we had Bayern, like I was worried about that, but that went well as well. So that's a good thing. Yeah, we played horrible in the Besiktas game, but then as soon as we played the Bayern game, you knew, all right, they just did not care about Besiktas. Like, oh, yeah. there's no way you can't play well against Besiktas after you play the game like that against Bayern. So they legit went like 20% against Besiktas and put all their effort into uh, Bayern. Yeah. No, that was so sick. it just makes me hopeful for the future. Like, mm-hmm. Okan Buruk brought that big team reflex. You know that reflex everyone <laughs> talks about? That you yeah. need to win. Big teams need to win even if they play bad, bro. That's like Bayern, mm-hmm. Real Madrid philosophy type, Barca type. You know what I mean? Big team. Win even DNA. when you play. Exactly. And like he's one of the 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 OGs from Fatih Tatum's, uh he's, he's, he's a product of Fatih Tatum, bro. True, true. I think that's where the pressing style comes from, right? Oh, yeah. It's like, but damn, did he like improve on Fatih Tatum's pressing? Because like... Doing what he does with Galatasaray, right, in the mm-hmm. Champions League is kind of insane. Like, again, you're going to make me to be like the biggest Okan Buruk fan. I am a big fan, don't get me wrong. But it's mm-hmm. like when I saw those stats, I'm like, really? I didn't know it was that much. It's just there's a lot of things he does need to improve on, though. Like finishing, for example. Even this game, bro. We cannot finish for shit. Icardi's yeah. starting to miss open goals. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. You mentioned I mean, that. I think they're doing voodoos and shit. Who's doing the voodoo, you think? Uh, well, who do you think? There's only <laughs> one club that's doing everything they can. <laughs> to, to, in, like, even when they're... Yeah, it's weird, man. But, um, yeah. There's something that I wanted to discuss. The game against Kasim Pasha. Okang Buruk was complaining about the XI being leaked. And it reminded me a lot about Fatih Terim complaining also, like having a mole amongst the, yeah, the workers or in the Galatasaray club that's leaking this kind of information. 
Uh, I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was pretty pissed off about that. The XY basically got leaked before the game in the morning. And obviously, that's not something he, he, he likes as a coach. I mean, no coach would like that because, you know, you're giving away precious information, which is not supposed to be shown until like literally right before the game. So mm-hmm. the opposition can make changes accordingly, right? Like minimal changes, right? You can't make too many changes in that period of time, of but enough to... Knowing Abdul Kerim is going to be on the left back is right. of course the difference. Right. That, that you can do something about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like I don't understand w- how or why or who's doing it. But yeah. this is like a big issue for Gosler. Like we always had issues, especially with transfers. Right? They used to be uh, revealed a lot, and then other teams would come in and swoop those transfers from us. And Fatih Tatum even was like, "We have, like you said, we have a mole in in this club. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an issue." And I only see it with Gosler. Right? Maybe because I don't follow other teams. But no, I, I don't like it. I don't know if Erdan Timur will do anything about it. We'll see. Maybe he'll, uh, he'll do Russian roulette on people. <laughs> Tell me, are you it? No. Um, One thing I want to ask you, though, is um, what do you think of Icardi still being played, man? Like, you weren't here f- last week, but they're putting e- uh, needles into his leg or foot so it numbs his foot so he can play. But he's not training at training camp. Like, he's not yeah. going into training at all. There's a funny statement Okan Buruk made about this as well. I don't know if you read it. Nah. Basically, I think he said something along the line, right? Um, yeah, I don't really want him to um, take rest. To play? Yeah, because oh, he will get out of form. And these games are also like his training games. So that's that's like something he said. Which is interesting. What do I think about him being played? I don't know. It depends on how severe it is. If he can play and it's just like, it's not a, I don't know, broken leg or a tear in his ACL or something that Muslera had today, by the way, we didn't speak about. Uh, oh, Muslera. yeah, Muslera. Yeah, we should mention that. Mm-hmm. He got out of the game. Um, everyone was very fearsome, but the, the club doctor basically said it was something that got out and he stuck it Dislocated back in. or something, yeah. I know. So it's nothing broken and that, yeah, that's usually fine. I remember my uh, finger got broken, took like, um, what, four weeks? And if it's not broken, probably it, he'll be done within a week. I don't know if he'll be there for the Bayern game, but we will see. Oh, man, now I'm just thinking of the Bayern game with uh, Gunai. Oh, my God. I don't know, Speaking man. of Gunai, did you like Gunai? Because I did not find him to be very confident. I mean, what did he show? Come on. And like, how, how much has he played with Nelson and uh, Sanchez I, up front? Bro, you're in training, brother. Like, come on. you. There's got to be some level mm-hmm. of, of chemistry there. <laughs> Right? Like, it's not like you just came yesterday and started playing. No, you've been there since summer camp. Yeah. Right? But what I want to say is, like, every single time he got the ball, he told the team, don't even come next to me. Go up the field. I don't want to see you. That's basically what he did. And he just kept, like, he has no confidence to pass the ball. And that can be an issue for Byron because... Whether we like it or not, Musler does make mistakes, but he does know how to pass. I don't like when people say Musler has no good foot. His foot is pretty decent, bro. Yeah, it's all, it's, I don't know. I mean, every keeper, no matter who you are, Neuer, uh, De Gea, whatever, they're all going to have. De Gea. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was funny <laughs> The gay <saying> guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the thing is, you're all going to have a game where you mess up. And Muslera usually has one or two of these in the beginning of the season. And then yeah. he goes clutch. He gets you the trophies. And he got yeah, for a shit sure. ton of trophies. So sh- people should shut up about Muslera. Uh, yeah, no, but we do need a new... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do need a replacement though. Because um, he's getting injured quite often nowadays. And as you know, as I know, the older you get the harder it is to recover from that injury. And you get injured more often. Yeah, bro. It's nothing's like youth, bro. Bro. Did I tell you I broke my ribs? <laughs> when? <laughs> I thought I was young. And I took this, what, hoverboard thingy of my neck. 
I know I what like you're talking it. about. I was like, well, you yeah, got to lean forward e- and lean back yeah, to move. Yeah, yeah okay. Like, it looks easy. I mean, I've been young. I can do that. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I, I stepped on it. Um, bro, I fell down as that thing moved, shoots forward. Oh, my God. That pain was immense. So I had to go to the hospital. And that took like weeks to heal. Oh my god, bro! Yeah, with the I don't know how much you weighed, but falling, especially when you're like heavier. way too much, <laughs> oh heavier! God damn! Yeah, exactly. man's like never again. But yeah, no, it's um, Maru Icardi. It's all his decision. If he says I want to play, he can play. Um, and we'll see. I think it, again, it should be fine. There are some some um, injuries that you can. How do I say that? You can recover recover, from, recover while playing, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and one thing that you also have to appreciate is the fact that he wants to play in this state. He could say, I'm injured and not play and just sit on the bench for a week or two, right? Mm-hmm. But no, mm-hmm. this guy wants to play every game. He wants to give it his all every game. So we have to appreciate that. And I'm sure Okan Buruk doesn't want to take that fire away from him. But he's not scoring, and that could also affect him negatively. So, I don't know. It's like a... a come on. Have you seen his statistics? Yeah, I mean, let, he didn't let score, him not score for a while one, now. Let him score for one... Not score for one game, bro. He's he like... Didn't, he didn't score him. last game either. He didn't score against Rize. He was, he was fine, though. Like, but this game was really bad. Yeah, this game he missed a lot. Yeah, but it's fine. I mean, come on. He he's saving the goals for Bayern, obviously. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna score a hat trick. <laughs> oh, speaking uh, of Bayern, Arena, yeah. Alliance Arena. So, um, would, do you want to get into the Bayern game a little bit? Yeah, if you have sure. nothing else to say, say about Kasim Pasha. Spoke about Muslera. I think that was a unfortunate situation. Um, second half, uh, it was a shit half again. One point up. Uh, we managed to get to three points. We're top of the board. Yeah, no. Nothing much else to discuss. Yeah, uh, Custom Push are jackasses, though. Oh, yeah. The way they were acting, though, yeah, uh, like, you got to... Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Last thing, indeed, Custom Pasha is our new resistor, apparently, and I touch Kara, that cunt that played <laughs> for us, should be a bit more respectful to his old teammates and old club because that's not the way you treat your old teammate and your old club. Yeah. Um, especially if you are actually doing good because he has, I don't know, what, like 10 games, 10, 10 assists or something like that. He's doing pretty well, apparently. But yeah, not nice. And I feel like someone may have incentivized Kasim Pasha players to be a bit more rough with Galatasaray. Oh, yeah. Coming back with the conspiracy theory. I love it, Samet. You're like making me so proud right now. <laughs> I mean, the things that are going on right now, if you like hear the people speaking about the Trabzon Sport game, if you hear the people about Lale Orta and VAR records, Erdan Timo oh, yeah. is not speaking up for no reason. Right. And he's coming and- with receipts. Dude, that not only the the dude. There's one of the ref. I forgot his name, bro. But the guy that's going through a divorce, uh, his wife even said stuff that's like, "Oh yeah, La Lorta is doing this and that," and still there's no judges or um lawyers doing anything, no prosecution going on, which is crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that one as well, and I've heard that she's speaking up because there's the lesbian. Love triangle going on. <laughs> oh my, what? <laughs> I don't know anything about this, man, but this is too much. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, okay, let's cut the, let's cut the alien music. <laughs> and and go to Bayern. Theories. Allianz yeah, right. Arena. Allianz Arena. So, the Germans. What do you think? The Germans. So, Bayern played today against Dortmund. In the first 10 minutes, they scored two goals against them. So, but yeah, so that game ended um, four nil. Kane Kane got a hat trick, so this man is coming in hot, right? So he's coming in hot. So they did also lose in the cup game to a lower team, but I don't think they really care about that cup game as much as they do about the league and Champions Mm -hmm. League. Yeah, Saarbrücken. 
One nil, I think. Two one, they lost. Oh, something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, two one. But speaking yeah. of Kane, hat trick, you said. So hat trick. By, yeah. by my logic, Icardi not scoring any goals against Kasim Pasha, and Kane using up all his goals against Dortmund. We should see a lot of goals from Gala and none from uh, Bayern. Nah, dude. Nah, nah, nah. If we're gonna be realistic here, <laughs> yeah. Um, the Bayern's back, man. They have Upamecano, right? Mm. So Delik got injured, but Upamecano is here. And Upamecano. Upamecano. He's a no defender. Clue. Defender. I, right okay. defender. You know, I right. exclusively watch Galatasaray. Right. <laughs> Go ahead. I exclusively watch everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Goretzka's back as well. He broke Oof. his hand, but uh, yeah, this game is going to be very different compared to our home game. I don't think we're going to be able to play that same high press game with that midfield. Like, Lyman is still there, right? Um, but Goretzka is like such a big asset for them. I uh, think we will still st- play similar, but more balanced because at home, that was just insane. I mean, the sound was insane. The fans were insane. Uh, our press was insane. So we will not be that insane anymore and be a bit more balanced and and smart about it. And that's actually can be turned into a benefit for us in, in Allianz Arena. Um, especially also knowing that a lot of Turkish people will be there supporting us. I was going to say, it's going to be like our second home, right? German fans, German away fans. Oh yeah, for sure. You guys got to pull up like that mm-hmm. uh, United game fans, bro. They were something else. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm expecting a lot of Galatasaray fans there as well, by any means necessary. Um, do you expect us to get smashed over there, or dude, honestly, I feel like we're gonna get destroyed here. And it's like, oh, really? who can say anything? Who can say anything if we, if you, if you get destroyed by Byron away, right? Like, who can say anything? You can't say much. I hope we win. I hope we do good. But like, they have their full squad back now, right? So it's not like. They didn't go also right there. They're missing, you know, half their XI. You know, we kind of lost that opportunity. But, dude, this team is worth, like, what, four times our team? Five times? Like, if if we're being realistic here, we're going to lose, I feel like. But the Galatasaray lover in me, the the optimist, would always say we're going to win. I want to win. What do you think, though? Um, Last time I said we'll win by four, two. And if we, if Kerem put in those sitters, we might actually have one by 4-2. Um, however, didn't happen. But now away, <laughs> I think we will actually draw this time. I think we will you think play. We'll draw. I think we'll play more balanced because I said we'll attack at home for sure. And, and that's why I said we'll have a high score. I was just hoping that luck would be on our side and we'd get those goals in. But away against Bayern in their home. We can't press them like that because then we'll lose hard. Um, We will still do our pressing game, but more balanced. And I think it will end up in a draw. I think it'll be like a 1-1, a 2-2 scenario, nothing more than that. And um, yeah, one point is enough from Bayern as long as we win against Manchester United at home. That's the thing, right? Manchester United are coming up as well from behind us. So if we lose this and they win their game, um, it's not looking good for us because they'll no. be at six points and we'll be at four points. And um, so they can just sit back and counter, which which is what they do the best, to be honest. They counter really well. and they, That's what they could do against us. So we got to hope that they, uh, they lose or not lose. I think tie for the game. That's United and Copenhagen would be the best for us. I think that's the best yeah. going forward. Ties are good. Ties are good. Just lose points. Because then then you, you can sit back at home and counter against United, which mm. is much, much easier than trying to score and not concede counters from United. Because we're probably going to go counter this game as well. It's like, remember what I said earlier? Playing Nelson... Um, Apple and Sanchez all together at the same time. It's definitely way more defensive. And like 
who would play like that against custom pressure, right? You wouldn't really play like that against custom pressure. You want to press them in the front. But I think he's trying to get these guys ready. Mm. He took a risk to get them ready to play against Bayern. Mm -hmm. Yeah, testing out his tactics, what he wants to do. I saw people saying that he might play Kerem and Demirbay and Angelino because they have what um, experience in the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much experience you have, man. If you can't play well against teams like Kasim Pasha in the Turkish League, that experience means nothing to me. Yeah. At all. Yeah. I'm looking forward as well. Do you have any yeah. other points for, for the Bayern game? No. I mean, I think that's... What else can we say at this point? We got to hope we win. Or just, hope we, we don't lose by a large yeah. margin. I've been a bit, I don't know, the Bayern game that we had at home, 70 minutes pressing, like, I don't know Complete how you animals. guys... Yeah, it's it's just, like, the feelings I had, like, Champions League hits me differently, bro. Like, I get, like, insane. And like, I haven't watched anything after that game. Like, I couldn't. Because I was, like, anxiety, and, like, my heart was beating, like, sweating, and... I don't know, man, what's happening with me. <laughs> bro, if you feel like this, imagine the players, right? Like, people yes. keep saying, like, bro, we're not taking the league serious. How can you? How can you take the league serious when you play that well in the Champions League? You want to put all your focus there because that is the big screen, big time, mm. the prime awards, bro. True. Prime time. I don't get right? excited for Super League games anymore. Mean either, bro. I don't even get, like worried anymore like like i don't even care bro you know how much you win in the super league for being champions you win like what is it three million euros or something like that (laughs) maybe less that's one win in the champions league bro yeah one win right so as long as you're second place in the league which i don't think we should strive for you should always try to win i don't think the players and the coach care as much about the league as they do about champions league Especially if you go to the next round, you get like what another ten million euros on top of what you already got. So mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're going off, man. Would you be upset if we went to Europa League? Would you be still as invested as much as the Champions League? No, that, the, Cham- uh, no, Champions League is different. It is different, obviously. Yeah, for sure. That's the big teams, the big boys. You yeah. be that, right? I know, I know. The Titans. That's that's where the Titans are. So, like, again, I see a lot of criticism, man. Like, you were not there last week, but, bro, people keep shitting on Okan, you know, for the whole, oh, you didn't sub on time, et cetera, et cetera. Bro, but, like, where is the props? Like, where in your mind would you have... He was just about to do the change. Yeah, and, again, unlucky, right? And then, the like... I also saw another criticisms like, why are you subbing out Zaha so early? He could play the full 90 minutes. Like, mm-hmm. bro, what is this guy supposed to do to make you happy, bro? What is he supposed to do, right? You got to understand there's other players in the team that needs to play as well, right? Yeah. You have Halil, you have um, Tete, you have Barush. These players need time too if you want them to stay match fit, right? So, like, I, coaches get seeing a lot of unlike needed criticism there are some criticisms where it is needed but more criticism than props and we've like i understand as golf that fans golf that and its culture has always been about you know criticizing wanting the best all the big teams have that but it's like a little too much like a, a little too excessive and let's like appreciate what we have now because what we have now you're not going to see that as easily I don't know. Tell me I'm wrong, Summit. Nah, you're absolutely right, fam. <laughs> I'm just, I appreciate you. I'm just thinking that I'm, I need to start packing already for Istanbul and the game. <laughs> Are you Alanya. going to that game? Uh, no, nah, it's the Alanya Spore and the Manchester game. Oh, those... damn. You're it's in a few weeks jealous. already. I'm just thinking. Yeah. Like, it's 24, so it's like, what, two weeks? Damn, I need to start packing. I like to pack early, so. You were at the Copenhagen game, if I recall? Um, no. I'm going to be at that game as well. Away. Oh, the away game. Yep. So it's going to be a busy winter for me. 
Uh, you, you could go see iTikin. Shout out to our boy iTikin. Mm. Long oh, yeah. time listener. I know, I know, I know. Well, you want to yeah. close it? Should I close it? Mm, you close it, the, the, the goat host. All right. Your goat host is closing off by saying we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to reach out to us, you can do so on Twitter at the Lions Den GS, or we're also on Instagram at the Lions Den GS. Same handle. If you want to support us, you can do so on Patreon at the Lions Den GS. How easy is that, right? We're also on YouTube. I don't know why, but we upload there at the Lions Den GS again. <laughs> and finally, if you want to join where we're a bit more active on Twitter and Discord, especially, just hit us a DM and we'll give you an invite to Discord. Um, yeah, that's it, folks. Have a good day. Have a good week. We'll see you again after the buying game. Peace out. Peace.